Welcome witches to Witchcraft from A to Z, your go-to witchy podcast for finding the magic hidden among the mundane. My name is Lana Evergreen, practicing witch for over 15 years now, and I'll be your host this week. This episode is all about dirt and how you can incorporate this plentiful and free tool into your magical practice. Eye of Newt, Adder's Tongue, and Graveyard Dirt are some of the common ingredients in a witch's repertoire when it comes to the big screen. But what if I told you that dirt, and not just graveyard dirt, is a valid tool to use in your magical practice? And the best part about dirt is that it's readily available, free, inconspicuous, and easily accessible. You can find dirt literally anywhere, including already in your home, and it's often overlooked and seen as nothing but something that is to be discarded. Dirt is full of the energy of the earth and of the places that it has been. The most common type of dirt that I see mentioned in the spells of other witches is graveyard dirt, due to its long history of use in magical practices throughout Egypt and among practitioners of hoodoo, voodoo, and santeria, but dirt can be used and collected from literally anywhere you can find it, and not just graveyards. Additionally, dirt can be used for a wide variety of spells and magical purposes, including, but not limited to, banishing, cleansing, cursing, grounding, binding, protecting, and manifesting. When it comes to using and collecting dirt for magic, the location of the collection or use is almost always the most important factor in spellwork using it, rather than the type of dirt, which is usually the case with many other types of ingredients for spellwork. Think of the power and associations that dirt collected from crossroads has, or dirt collected from a church, or even from your own home. One could take a small handful of dirt from a place of significance and carry that power home to use in their practice. Take home the protection of a church, the knowledge and focus from a library or school, the calm and cleansing abilities from a riverbed, the healing from a doctor's office or hospital, the joy and happiness from a playground, even the putridness from places like swamps, bogs, or locations of garbage disposal for spells like curses. The possibilities are only as endless as your creativity is. The following are some examples of ways that you can use dirt in your practice. You can sprinkle dirt from a church or from a family member's grave around your home, asking for protection from harm and ill intent. You can collect dirt from the footsteps of your enemy to be used in any hexes or curses targeted towards them, or use that dirt to banish them from your sacred space. You can create a talisman of focus and a thirst for knowledge using dirt from the grounds of the library or a school that you love. You can bury items you want cleansed or charged with the earth in a spot of dirt by your home or a place that you feel empowered doing so with, of course, the health of the environment in mind. You can sprinkle dirt in your spells or on candles to give the spell that energy that is associated with that dirt. 
You can use dirt to create or cast circles when in nature instead of salt, which can almost permanently damage the environment in the area that salt's used. You can lay dirt on an altar to represent the element earth or to honor a deity that is earth-focused. And you can use dirt from a crossroads to help provide guidance and bring upon opportunity. There are so many different things you can do with dirt from candle dressing, charm bags, talismans, sigil creation, to offerings. However you choose to use dirt in your practice, just be mindful of laws and regulations where you take it from, be sure not to consume any of it, and always respect the landscape and natural environments you touch during its collection and its use. But that's it. I hope you learned a few things that you can add into your magical practice using dirt as your mystical tool. If you'd like to support this podcast and creating more content, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash elaineovergreen and gain access to additional content or make a one-time donation to my Ko-Fi page at ko-fi.com slash elaineovergreen. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you ever have any questions about certain attributes of an item, you want some witchy advice, or you just want to share something about your magical practice, please submit a message to me on my anchor page at anchor.fm slash witchcraftahuz. I've shared the link in the description of this podcast, as well as any resources I may have used during the research for this episode. Don't forget to rate and subscribe where you listen to podcasts and share with anyone you know who needs just a little more magic in their life. Until next time, witches.